Hello, 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 soul friends, and welcome to this episode of Shine Your Soul Light Podcast, where we are sharing the voices of visionaries who are leading in the golden age. My name is Mary Gooden, and I will be your host. Truly, it is my mission to support others in aligning and defining with their ever-evolving mission uh, and to lead as the heart of humanity. I do so with courage and authenticity uh, as that space holder. Uh, so I ask that we take a moment of silence and stillness to close the eyes and open the heart. May we anchor in love, compassion, and grace, and may we receive wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Joining me here today, and I know uh, it's factual, is a number one international best-selling author, Jennifer Spore. She is a spiritual teacher, channel, ascension guide, and a certified Akashic Records trauma-informed master consultant and instructor. It is her mission to illuminate the way for New Earth leaders, healers, and light workers to navigate their ascension journey with more ease, grace, and joy, living fully expressed in who they truly are and how they're here to contribute. In addition to her life's work, when she, <laughs> which is one of her greatest joys, she loves being outdoors, going on new adventures with her husband and snuggling with her two fur babies and all the things that are personal and spiritual development. Jennifer, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for being here with me today. A uh, little bit more about you and your own vibration. Tell our listeners where you're joining from and what is really lighting you up right now? What is really lighting the way for you right now? Oh, yes. That's a great question. And thank you so much for the warm welcome, by the way. I just love you. And I am so blessed and grateful to be here to have this conversation. Mm. Tears. Thank goodness we're not, we're only doing audio, right? Really? I thank know. I know. I'm feeling that too. Yeah, to answer your question, so I am in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Coeur d'Alene is in northern Idaho. It's a resort town about 100 miles south of Canada, and it's it's gorgeous here. It's uh, If you're an outdoors person, this, is, this would be your haven. It's four seasons, lakes, mountains, uh, the, whole, the whole thing. I actually grew up in a town a couple of hours south of here, which is a whole other episode <laughs> and conversation. Uh, just to say that I landed in Coeur d'Alene um, a few years ago after leaving a whole other life and whole other list of places that I've lived and adventures that I've had. So Coeur d'Alene is near and dear to my heart and it is just absolutely gorgeous here. And you can feel the elemental energy here so, so strong. Uh, what is lighting me up right now? <laughs> we were actually talking a little bit about this before we hit record and I'm sure you knew I was going to say this too. Uh, what's lighting me up is truth. It is finding more of my own truth, leaning in deeper and deeper into the divine truth of who I am and why, and why I'm here. And it's supporting, you know, my clients and, and colleagues and everyone else in my world um, in 
being enlightened to additional truths as well, right? Like you and I were just having conversation before we hit record about extracting ourselves from the matrix. It's like one of the things that, and I've been in this place too, one of the things I've found to be most challenging on my journey and that I found to be challenging for other, you know, new earth leaders, light workers, healers, uh, visionaries is that we're here, you know, on this mission, right? All excited and filled with joy to anchor in this new earth, to move into the next golden age, you know? And while we feel all of this and we're having all of these experiences, we tend to default to trying to do it within the constructs of a 3D matrix. Ooh. So that's one of the things that I have found that has held us back. And when I say us, the ones that are here, right? To anchor that in. And so just my number one piece of advice when listening right now would be throw all of what you know to be real or true out the window. Like when it comes to doing the work that you're called to do here, you have to throw all of the 3D stuff out and fully lean in to your heart, to your soul's guidance, to lead you, you know, on the path forward, because there is no playbook for what we're here to do. And, you know, I say that, and technically there is a playbook because we all also have, many of us are being called forward to remember more of the ancient wisdom and healing technologies that are already within us. It's time to bring them back forward now. So there is a playbook in that sense. <laughs> but that would be, you know, that's really what's lighting me up in a nutshell. It's just like, there's also a very strong Joan of Arc energy, right? It's just like, I am not afraid I was born to do this. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap a big bow around it, <laughs> you know, because it is, it, it's living a life less ordinary and it looks nothing like you've, you think it's going to, because it's not like anything you've ever seen before. And luckily uh, there is a part of us that we do have an opportunity to remember some of the ancient resources that we can extract from from Mother Gaia, from Source, from Divine, from our own internal guidance, mm -hmm. and uh, start taking action in a way that feels aligned for us right now, which is such a, right, it's, it's, it's it, that's it. And it doesn't look any way that, nobody can tell you how to do it, really. You can align yourself with people uh, just like you, Jennifer, that are that are here to hold the space for it and are here to to show you how to lean in. Um, but it's it's nothing short of magic. And magic means unseen, unknown. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, wow. Yes. That's the big bow. Um, tell us a little bit more. Can we dive deeper into a little bit more about what, what shifted in your life that helped you recognize, uh, this gift that you have? Because everyone has a gift. It's true, right? Uh, and not everyone will reveal their gift perhaps in this lifetime, 
Uh, I know that you and I are really standing firm that that they will. <laughs> but would you share with us a little bit more about that experience of of how your life shifted and revealed to you that things are it's time aside from breaking your toe? <laughs> yeah, that was the we're just making sure, Jen, that you got the message. <laughs> but you need to move forward like now mm -hmm. um that's one of them the best answer to that question i mean i'll go into what was the initial catalyst years ago the best answer to that question is that you know there are several of those moments on our journey because our purpose here our collective purpose here is an evolution and that's because before we get here our soul chooses the experiences that we're going to have in service to our personal evolution and to the whole, to the unity consciousness, right? To creation. So it's an evolution because one experience leads to another experience, then leads to another experience. And as time goes on and as your journey moves on, you continue leaning deeper and deeper into the true essence and and the highest destiny of really what you're here to contribute right which i know so many are being called to right now and you know someone might be listening to this thinking well why can't we just jump right into the you know to to the big like the the biggest contribution of why we're here and what we're here to do and there are many ways and many healing technologies and and ways that you can bend time and jump timelines to expedite that path absolutely but there are key experiences that your soul has chosen for you to have because it is within those experiences that we have that become crystallized into wisdom that equip us, that fully resource us in how we're being called to show up in the world. If we don't have those experiences, then we don't fully understand the value of making it over to the other side, right? So to get back to the original question, I've always been sensitive energetically uh, ever since I can remember, you know? Um, but it wasn't something that was really front and center for me right away. In fact, I <laughs> lived, tried for a long time, essentially chasing within the 3D constructs, right? Of what society, traditional society has taught us that it looks like to achieve success. Um, that being said, I've lived my whole life somewhat outside of those standards, you know, being on my own at 16 and experiencing a lot of trauma. And I, a lot of that drove me initially to achieve higher levels of success because I felt like I had something to prove, right? So it wasn't coming from a place of fulfillment. It was coming from a place of survival. So I did all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, until I was about 40 years old, I had this massively successful career in retail. I was a corporate executive toward the end of my career. And I loved that job for a long time, truly, because I had the opportunity to make a greater impact in a big company with a lot of people to help a lot of people. So that was what kept me in it for as long as I was, right? 
but then I reached a place where I ran out of promotions and ran out of boxes to check off the list, which happens with so many of us. And that's what where the fog started lifting, essentially. Like, you know what? I don't really even know myself. I don't know who I am because I'm always on in my job. I oversaw store operations, right? So inevitably something would happen on the holiday or you know, whatever. Um, and in my off time, I, I was a chronic people pleaser. And I loved all my friends and my family, don't get me wrong. But I would often default to what others preferred to do. So I realized I didn't know myself, didn't take action right away because of the fear so many of us are programmed to believe, right? We're programmed to believe that we need to fear change. But that is a direct inversion to the nature of how we are created. We are divine creator beings, right? So it was another year or two. And then the catalyst for actually walking away from all of that and rediscovering who I was is that my mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Now, my mom and I did not have mother-daughter relationship of the year there were it's complicated there was a lot of things that happened she's still my mom you know that time actually brought us closer than we had ever been but the defining moment was that in at the time my mom was alive and living in idaho here in idaho and i was living in new jersey i was flying back and forth to see her and to try to help out and be with my family and one day I was sitting by her bedside. She wanted to be at home um, for her last days. This was a few days before she transitioned and my phone was blowing up from work. And it was about something that could have been prevented, right? It was something that, you know, it was a reckless mistake and people make mistakes. But for me, it was another instance where I had made myself feel like I had to choose between that or being present with my mom, who I, that could have been the last time I ever saw her here, you know? So it was that moment. I literally was looking at my phone and looking at my mom and I was like, <laughs> I'm done. That's it. That was the moment. I'm done. It's like a switch flipped and I was scared shitless. And I decided that my courage was going to exceed my fear. That's it. And that, that was a process, right? I inevitably ended up voluntarily stepping down from my career because there was no such thing as remote work at the time for, for that company anyways. And uh, much like a country song, I ended up packing up my car, rented out my house in New Jersey, headed out west. I literally drove across the country in my car by myself. And it was one of the most liberating experiences. And then that was it, you know, I ended up, at the time I didn't even know I was gonna start a business and do this work. I just knew that I couldn't be where I was anymore. And I took that step without seeing the path ahead, which we talk about so much, which is so important, right? All the rest came together after I, you know, after I got out here. And then even since I've, I've had my business for a few years, and even since then, 
I've gone through several uh, up levels, we'll just say, right? It's like, as my frequency rises, how I'm feeling called to show up in the world and serve, that rises too. So that was, that was the big catalyst, I would say. Mm. And so, so much, so similar to, to a lot of us. I think mine, mine, my energetic jolt of, of catalyst of choosing a life less ordinary started around age 38. And I'm not saying that that, but there is a moment. And I think that for the youth, for those of us, the youth or for, for those coming in, um, it's starting a lot earlier because, you know, um, I'm not going to say that time is running out, but I'm going to say it's time. <laughs> and they might be, you know, people in their thirties now are discovering these discomforts and these shifts and these invitations to shift really is what they are. And, um, it is the truth is there is a lot of unknown. There is a lot of reprogramming. There is a lot of perception shifts uh if you're willing to see it um and it is a journey it is a full human experience yes is what we all came sliding down the water slide i like to see it that way <laughs> i love water slide sliding down <laughs> in with our arms up you know yeah. um, i love the way that 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 you shared that part of your awakening you know what am i going to choose because essentially um if you if you really put it into context am i going to choose life or am i going to choose death and and in the three-dimensional program it's i mean we've said it a zillion times work pay taxes and die yes something really important is coming through as a channeled message right now and that is that you know when you referenced time, time in of itself is a 3D construct and we won't run out of time, it's true, but it's really not about time. It's about a frequency shift and the frequency has shifted. Mm -hmm. mm, it's so beautiful. And as humans, we have free will, right? Every day. Every moment. So the longer we choose to re if we resist a frequency shift that we're feeling, that's what causes that friction and tension on our path, right? So it's looking at it as honoring the shift in frequency that you're feeling and letting go of time. I love that. I love that message. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that was coming through when you were talking about that circling back to to one thing that um that is always brought to awareness when we're talking about shifting from from one to another or evolving really the whole the whole journey of evolution is that there may be steps along the way that you feel like and i'm going to say you feel like because this too is a three-dimensional feel like that you're losing something along the way or someone um you know and it's not really a loss at all you're being asked to be an example for that someone or something and uh, that's the way it comes through very very powerfully for me now when i'm sharing with my clients it's not a loss it's that you've it's time for you to be an example for something bigger 
and and sometimes it's sisters and brothers and 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 spouses and children it's it's all it's a whole realm of different humans in our life but rather than looking at losing perhaps you just understand that it's a it's a it's an invitation to be an example of of something that you're well equipped to be because otherwise it wouldn't be calling you. <laughs> yes, and chances are everyone that's listening to this is feeling called. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't think you'd, you'd tune in to shine your soul light or it would have magically just appeared on your podcast playlist <laughs> if there wasn't a reason that you needed to, because most of what we deliver here is frequency. Mm -hmm. Most of what we're talking about um, just sitting here with you, Jen, is one example. Like I, my, I can feel, I can feel your energy. I can feel the frequency in my body when I talk to you. Every time we get on a call, my, my body can feel that. And perhaps when you said it earlier, all the elements at play in Cordelaine, it's like I'm picking up on that too. I'm picking up on the frequency that you're sharing through Zoom, right? Through audio, through through whatever. And uh, isn't that evolution? Share with us, uh, Jen, what you're working on now, what's, um, what, how you're holding space for your clients and uh, the best way that people can move towards you. Yeah, yeah. So the clients that I uh, am focused on supporting, or I would say like the clients that I support the most are lightworkers, healers, new earth leaders, people who similar to us share an innate passion a calling and knowing that they're here right to fulfill not just their personal purpose but a collective mission in moving into higher consciousness ways of living and being um, and so my role is really i think you said it in my bio right illuminating the way for those people to move forward on their path with more ease grace and joy it's supporting them in moving through that resistance that they're experiencing right to stepping into higher and higher levels of their expansion and, and evolution and what that looks like for each person right can be different one person may be more challenged in their relationships you know um, another person may feel more challenged in their visibility in allowing themselves to be fully seen, right? Another person, it may be some deeper unhealed trauma uh, that needs to be, you know, explored and shifted. So everyone's path is unique, but the one thing that they all, that all of my clients and who I'm called to work with share in common is that they're on a journey of finding the truth about themselves, about why they're here, and extracting themselves from that control matrix that all of us have been right conditioned by for so long and and that's really the high level scope of work that i do it's a lot of you know mentoring uh healing coaching um i am you know an akashic records teacher i have studied so many different healing modalities and over the years i've found the akashic records to be one of the most direct paths to one's ascension which is why i chose 
to teach the records rather than just learning them, right? Because, um, because I believe my my ultimate goal, right, is is not that someone's going to be working with me forever. I mean, if they want to continue receiving support, that's great. It's really more about helping other people connect with that truth, the true essence of who they are and empowering them, helping them to remember who they already are. Like I just posted something the other day about how healing is the remembrance of who you already are, of who you truly are. You're not broken, right? Anything that you're feeling challenged with on your path right now, or that you felt challenged with in the past, was because there was a veil of forgetfulness in the way. And I'm just here to help you lift that. That's it. And I find Akashic Records as a as as one of you know one of an, uh, many effective tools to support people in that to empowering themselves, right? To add tools to their tool belt to move forward courageously on their path because it does require courage, right? You know, courage to move down a less traveled path, right? Courage to honor where you're being guided, even if no one else in the world is doing anything remotely similar to what you're doing. That's the whole point. Whatever you're called to do is because you've been training for this for lifetimes. You're just remembering mm. what wants to come yeah. forward. I love you sharing that, that healing it is, it is the remembrance. It's all one scope and it just prompted me to really look up that definition because i've been doing i love to look up definitions of really um long long-term words and oftentimes i'll change the definition you know i'll change the definition to a more empowered piece but but healing is just putting things back into place to be whole again oh i love that i love that so much and so it goes right in alignment with what you we're sharing it's he healing is remembering remembering is healing it's it's one in the same it's putting it's it's putting ourselves back into wholeness and the more that we we move towards that the more that we keep putting things in front of us that feel aligned with us and 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 i call it the deepest level of self devotion but the more that's it it's just oh that's neat I love I just love enlightenment right before our eyes right but that's what healing is it doesn't necessarily like you said it doesn't mean that you're broken it's just getting getting you to the healthiest state well no that 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 belief about being broken is societal programming it's another component of that right of extracting yourself from that matrix because a lot of people and beings with alternate agendas or ego-based agendas, right? Make money, feed off of, you know, siphon our life force energy and feed off of telling us that there's something wrong. And there is nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So true. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jen, for sharing all this uh, beautiful information with us today. I always like to ask, um, I always like to ask if you could 
choose one word to describe how it feels to lead and to hold this space and, and what I love calling the golden age, the age of love, the age of truth, what would it be? There's so many words, but I would say brave, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like the word brave encompasses because, you know, there's just so many feelings around it. Like it's scary AF, you know, but it's also exhilarating. It's like, um, yeah, this is perfect. This is a perfect way to describe it. It's like when you are going on the biggest roller coaster that you've ever been on, right? You saw the roller coaster before you got in line to get on it and you're like, I'm gonna be scared shitless, but I am so excited to be on this ride, right? To be aware of that you're on the ride. And then you get on there and then you're, you know, slowly, slowly, slowly ascending and getting ready for like the first major dip down. That's what it feels like. Like when you're going down at, you know, 60 miles an hour on a huge roller coaster, it's just like, oh shit, oh, this is great. Oh, I love this. Oh my God, what did I just do? You know, it's like all of those things. That's awesome. I love it. And I got the whole visual effect of it. So yeah. thank you. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it does. It requires a lot of bravery, especially when you know that you hear that last clank. <laughs> yes, you're like, that's what's happening. Like you're bracing yourself, you know? Thank you for sharing that. What's the best way that, that our friends, uh, our listeners can connect with you? I'm going to have all this in the show notes. No worries. Those of you that are cooking and listening at the same time, but uh, what's the best way? I think the easiest way is just go to my website. Um, that's jennifersport.com. So J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-S-P-O-R.com. And you can learn all the things there, like all the ways that uh, we can work together. If, if you're feeling like you want to receive a deeper level of support or learn about the records. Um, I also just launched a new podcast, Path of the Awakened Heart. And you can get the scoop on all of that there too. So all things at the website. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And not only do I get to spend uh, this time with you today, I get to spend more time with you tomorrow um, talking on your podcast. So uh, for those of you that are listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until we get to share again in this beautiful collective energy, I say, keep shining your light, keep sharing your truth with the world and know that this is all part of the journey. Bye for now, everyone.